Welcome back, everybody, to the Evolve You podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Brian McElderry, an executive health coach, consultant, doctor of pharmacy, and entrepreneur. And within this podcast, we will be bringing you exciting episodes discussing health, business, and personal development to evolve you into the best version of yourself. So with that being said, let's hop into this episode. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Evolve You podcast. I am your host, Dr. Brian McElderry. Thank you so much for all of our listeners who are returning back with us. Thank you. We appreciate you. And for any new listeners, welcome to the podcast. We we would love to have you continuing going forth. If you have not checked out our previous episodes before you dive into this one, go ahead and check those out. We would love to hear from you and your feedback of how we can improve and what guests you would like to hear on our podcast. On this podcast, of course, we just discuss health, business, and personal development to evolve you into the best version of yourself. So before we dive into this topic today, which I'm very, very excited about, I want to go ahead and give this opportunity for each and every person to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. That's all we ask. What that does is allows it to uh, push out to more people so more people can hear the message that we are trying to uh, disseminate on this podcast and reach more people, impact more people's lives. And that is our goal here. Um, Also, leave us a a review, a rating. We'd love to hear from you. That allows us to uh, listen to you guys and hear exactly what you want to, um, what your your feedback is based on the podcast that you've listened to in the episodes. So that would help us out a lot. It's free of charge. doesn't take you anything but your time. So we appreciate you. Let's go ahead and dive into this episode, which I am excited about um, discussing how to prioritize yourself when you're taking care of somebody else. And that resonates very much for myself. Um, It probably does for a lot of people that are listening to this podcast. Um, Each one of us has somebody, whether it be a friend, a family member, a loved one, uh, somebody in our circle that we feel that at some point they need us. Um, that they are going through something that is so deeply rooted that they need support, they need help. And a lot of times they come to you um, because you are that trusted individual in their lives that they feel like they can uh, get support from. But a lot of times uh, that can weigh a lot on your shoulders um, if you are that caregiver in somebody's life, okay? And I want to give you some tips on this episode so you can actually overcome um the season in your life that you may be going through and start to prioritize yourself so you can take care of not only yourself, but give more to that individual that you love so much. Okay. So guys, I want to, uh, Go ahead and send observance for this particular month as well, which is Mental Health Awareness Month. I want to give uh, thanks to all the mothers out there. Um, Give thanks to the mother in your life. If if your mother was there for you or if she was not, um, you know, just know that she brought you into this world and know that she is important. She should be loved and valued. And I want to make that apparent. And a lot of our caregivers in our lives are our women, right? Um, They are the woman in our lives, whether it be a relationship, whether it be our mothers, whether it be an aunt, whether it be a grandmother, uh, whether it be a mentor, um, a teacher, whoever that may be, a coach. And allow that to resonate within yourself right now of who that caregiver is in your life. Or if you are that caregiver, I want you to uh, take it upon yourself to listen up on this podcast um, and go ahead and jot these tips down, start to uh, implement these things into your life, okay? So it it seems like uh, millions of people 
um, a year experienced some form of mental illness. This is the National Alliance of Mental Illness um, quoting this and saying that it's actually increasing. Um, people that are overwhelmed, that are that are taking care of a lot more uh, things in their lives. They've got their family, they've got their their friends, they've got uh, their career. Um, you've got uh, other. Uh, goals and aspirations that you're trying to achieve yourself, but it seems like all these things that you're going through, you're trying to manage yourself, right? And it, it becomes this this burden. And a lot of the times, we we don't take a step back, especially in this fast paced society that we're in now, and kind of assess the the situation that's going on. And I think that is the first step I want to kind of implement right now is I want you to take a step back. You know, whatever you're doing right now, whatever you're doing today, um, whether it be in first thing in the morning or tonight, I want you to just sit and I want you to assess what is going on. Okay. Are you feeling like a lot is on you right now? Are you feeling like uh, everyone's coming to you for, for the answer? And it seems like uh, you don't have the answer for everything, but you try to find it because you are that giving person. You are that caregiver uh, in your in your support system. Seems like everybody's coming to you, and I want you to know that uh, you need to be aware that you got to take care of yourself too. It's very very important, and I get this question asked a lot, and I got it yesterday on my Instagram. Um, somebody had asked me the question, Brian, how does how do you how do you take care of yourself and what you do because you are in the coaching, the personal development space where you're constantly interacting with people, you're constantly um, taking on the the weight of others and trying to solve their problems and uh, give them tools and tricks and tips of how to increase their energy levels, how to find their purpose, how to um manage their health and get their health in order so they can feel better, look better. Um, also relationships. And I think all these different things as a health and life coach uh, can weigh somebody down. And what I have done, which is the reason why I want to do this episode, is I've started to take a step back. I've started to really, really focus on my self-care, started to really, really focus on um, what fuels me and making sure I'm continuously pouring into myself so I can give. And I think that is something that a lot of leaders, a lot of professionals, high-level professionals don't necessarily do. And if you're listening on this podcast, most likely that is you. You are, you, you've maybe uh, excelled in your career. You've got a family. You've got maybe kids. You've, you're, maybe you're a millennial and you've seemed like you've risen up in, in the ranks of, of your expertise. And now you're in this situation, well, what's next? And it's hard. It's very, very difficult because now everything, the pressure is starting to weigh down, right? Um, but as far as prioritizing yourself when you're taking care of somebody else, I want to take you through some steps, a framework, okay? Don't frame the situation as negative. So whatever you're going through right now, whether it be you're trying to take care of yourself. You're you're trying to take care of somebody else. You've got your you've got your job. You've got your finances. You've got uh, a significant other. You maybe you got kids. Maybe you don't have kids, but you're trying to move to the next level in your career. You're trying to pivot in your career. Whatever that is, don't frame the situation as negative. You want to have a hopeful attitude that things will improve with time and treatment. Okay. 
So for instance, specifically when you're taking care of somebody else, I want to stay on that topic there. A lot of the times, if our situation isn't um, construed or messed up, but we're taking on the burden of somebody else's pain, um, it, it tends to weigh on us. We start to, things start to fall off our plate uh, that we're forgetting, we're not doing, we're not uh, performing as well. And a lot of times it's hard to think positive in that situation when it seems like your life was fine, right? It seems like your life was fine before you started taking care of somebody else. You started listening to somebody else's problems. Now it seems like their burdens are, are becoming your burdens. <laughs> and uh, But I want you to think about that situation as not being negative, but you've got to push that energy. Uh, it's a transference of energy. That energy that you had, that your life was going well. It seems like your finances were good. Your relationship's good. Your career was was settled and, and comfortable and, and stable. And the significant other or the other person you're trying to help, the friend, it seems like their life is potentially falling apart. Um, or they're dealing with mental health issues, um, anxiety, depression, um, doubtfulness, fear. They're they're seeming like those things are, are troubling them and you want to help them, right? So I want you to transfer that energy, okay? Start to bring them into your space. Start to take them places where you get most energy. Uh, invite them over for dinner. Um, take them to church. Um do these different things that fuels you so they start to get that energy transference, okay? The second second step, I want you to stay focused on living your life. A lot of times the caregiving can, can pull away from uh, the things that you enjoy, the, the, the things that gave you energy, right? Um, you start to do less of what you enjoy because you're giving so much time to somebody else. I want you to stay focused on living that energetic life. Okay, even if you have to bring that person, depending on what that person is dealing with, you've got to bring them into your space. Okay, because once they see how you're living, how you are fueled, how your life is moving and shaking, and how you're able to balance everything, then that allows them to start implementing the things that you're doing into their life. Right? So, a lot of the times, when people are dealing with anxiety, depression, fearfulness, doubtfulness, uh, low self-esteem, low confidence, they don't have any outlook. They're stuck in this hole mentally. They're stuck in this hole physically. They, they think that uh, the walls are closing in on them where they have nowhere else to go. If you open that horizon to that person, right, they will start to see all these opportunities. They will start to see how their life maybe used to be. They start to see that there are good people out there, that there are people that want to love on them and, and take care of them and, and show them that there, there's more to life than what they're going through and they can make it through, right? So you want to uh, stay focused on living your life, okay? And in that, do the things that you continuously do that are fueling you. Okay, whether it be your nutrition, don't let that waver. Uh, just because somebody else doesn't want to uh, eat the foods that you're eating, start to bring that stuff around them. Start to uh, get them involved. Okay. The third step is try your best to keep your own familiar schedule and routine. As hard as this might be, because now you are taking on the the pains and and the things that uh, the problems and situations that somebody else is having and trying to guide them through that. It's very difficult to 
continuously do what you want to do on your time and your schedule because now you are being impacted by somebody else's time and schedule. And that being said, I want to give you a personal story. My mom, and maybe you guys can resonate with this as well, when my when she was taking care of my grandmother before she passed about three or four months before, I just remember it getting very, very intense as far as her care. Um, you know, we lived in, you know, my mom lives in the suburbs of Birmingham, Alabama. Um, my grandmother's house was in the city of Birmingham, which is about 30 minutes away. And, you know, I just remember her having to drive up there at 11 o'clock at night, making sure that she wanted to check on her, um, you know, waking up, you know, at three, four, five in the morning going, um, to check on her. And of course she had a caregiver there as well, but my mom being an only child, um, that was, that was her mom, you know, that that's my grandmother. And she wanted to be there. She didn't want anyone else to take on that burden. She wanted to be there because she was the only child. And she felt that obligation, that, that responsibility to take care of her mom, my grandmother. And I just remember that season of life. Um, and that was my last year of pharmacy school. And if you guys don't know that story, my grandmother passed away two days before my pharmacy school graduation. And I just remember that um, vividly that my mom had taken on this burden and, and it was starting to affect her, um, her sleep. Um, she wasn't eating. She was tired all the time. She was grieving at the same time because she knew that the end was near. Um, and, and it was hard to watch. Me seeing that allowed me to understand that as much as possible, you have to start familiarizing yourself on a schedule, um, making sure that you are, even if you have to plug it into your calendar, plugging in time for yourself, whether it be um, you go exercise or you are watching your favorite TV show or you are journaling or you're reading a book, um, something that you enjoy each and every day or going to spend time on, out on a date if you have a loved one, uh, making sure that you are squeezing in that time for yourself and you're staying within your uh, normal routine and schedule as much as possible, okay? Because you can be thrown off so easily by somebody else. So the fourth step, maintaining your own social support infrastructure, okay? This is a, a big one because when you're taking care of somebody else or you are uh, you are that person they call on when things are going astray, you seem to drop everything else. And I think all of us have fallen into the situation where you drop everything um, and only attend to that one person. And like I said from the beginning, I think the biggest thing is if you are that caregiver, if you are that person that is giving, that is providing the advice, making sure that you are bringing that other person into your ecosystem. So whatever you're doing that you're fueled by, if you have a good situation, start to bring them into that situation with you, start to bring them into that social support infrastructure. And that's going to allow them to uh, see all these happy faces, these joyful faces, uh, this abundance mindset, this abundance is going on. And that social interaction is going to help that as well. Because a lot of the times when we are trying to go through a situation, we want to talk one-on-one, right? We want to talk uh, to that one person we trust, but a lot of times we stay cooped up in our own situation. So you're only getting one viewpoint, one outlook um, that's going uh, unidirectional. It's going bidirectional, excuse me, where it's going back and forth between two people. And this has to be opened up. This has to be 
uh, opened up to a, another support system, another uh, stratosphere, so to speak, where you are allowing people to come into your space that are going to fuel. It actually takes that that burden off of you so much that you're having your support system um, that you get energy from, and then you bring the person in that's dealing with their situation into this ecosystem, and you guys are a collaborative effort towards getting this individual better, okay? So that is the fourth tip, maintain your own support system infrastructure, okay? The fifth step, the fifth step, I want you to make sure that you are taking care of your well-being, your physical well-being. This is a huge thing that you guys know that I I stress is that a lot of time, no pun intended, that a lot of times the people that come to me or that I see that are dealing with health issues, whether it be um, overweight, whether it be they are uh, just not the healthiest, maybe they have chronic disease states, maybe you're millennial and you seem more tired um, you are struggling, maybe some aches and pains in the morning or in the evenings. This is a lot of times from lack of nutrition because you are taking on this, this pain and burden of somebody else. You forget. You forget to eat. You for, forget to drink water. Um, you forget to exercise because at that time, it's not important. And in your mind, in your subconscious, you know that it is important, but your conscious is saying, eh, it's not, not right now. I, I'll do that later. I, I need to take care of this individual right now. This is important. And yes, it is. But again, going back to this seatbelt, uh, excuse me, this mask analogy when you get on the airplane, right, where they tell you over the intercom, make sure you put your mask on first and then attend to the individual next to you. And I think that's so apparent that how can we take care of anyone else if we're not taking care of ourselves, Right. So I want you to stay active. I want you to pay attention to your hydration, making sure you're getting um, close to a gallon of water a day, depending on your body weight, making sure you're eating whole nutritious foods and getting enough quality sleep. I know that's that's difficult. And I mean, quality, meaning that you don't have to get eight, nine hours of sleep. But as long as you are reaching a deep REM sleep where you may be having some dreams, right? And that could be uh, five, six hours of sleep, just depending on the individual. I function very well off around six hours of sleep. And for me, I get very, very deep sleep. I, when I hit the bed, I'm gone. You know, <laughs> So I think that's very important for us to realize that we can't function running and running and running and running and running. We are going to drain ourselves so much that we can't take care of anybody. Okay. The last step is uh, a step of gratitude. And I think this is something that I've implemented, a step of journaling and gratitude that I've implemented within myself, um, my clients as well, people that I interact with on a daily basis. I ask them, hey, you know, when they tell me what they want out of life, whether they want a specific goal and achievement, um, or they're dealing with something they're struggling with, have you specifically taking action and putting that into place and identifying the problem and then identifying where do you want to get to, right? And I think that's very, very important when you speak it, um, whether you write it, whether you tell somebody else you have an accountability partner. This is very, very important because we can tell ourselves in our minds all day that we need to do this, that we're going to do this, that uh, things, that I am grateful, I, whatever that may be. 
it's a lot of times we aren't we aren't in the present of realizing what is going on right now, okay? What is happening right now that is good? What are the wins right now that are happening that are good? Okay? And that is gratitude. What are you grateful for? You could wake up every single day and you could feel like, oh, it's another day I have to take care of this individual. It's another day where I'm getting questions from uh, my team. It's another day where uh, I know that you know my relationship is going through it right now and I'm going to get questioned. I'm going to get challenged. Um, another day where an individual I know I'm going to have to interact with that I don't want to interact with. Um, all these different things that are going on in our life where we are interacting with people, we're taking care of people, we want to give, we're constantly pouring in, especially as high achievers, uh, leaders in our communities, in our spaces, in our expertise, we want to make sure that we are allowing ourselves to be at peace, be at solitude with understanding what is the win right now before I can start the day. Okay, what am I grateful for? It could be I'm grateful for just waking up with no aches and pains. It could be I'm grateful for um, something that happened uh, yesterday. It could be grateful for it's not raining today. Uh, my car is running well. Um, you know, I've I've interacted with this new individual. I've met this new individual. Whatever it is for you, I I, I'm, I woke up and did my cardio. I woke up and and ate a healthy breakfast. Those are the things, the small wins that are going to exponentially grow as you realize that those things are wins, right? So I want you to take that into account that everything that seems like it's weighing down on your shoulders right now, you have that individual you're trying to take care of, you're trying to prioritize yourself. You've got to take a step back like we talked about at the beginning, analyze what's going on, where are the wins, what am I grateful for, And how can I bring this person, how can I transfer this energy into a space of positivity, into a space that myself can be fueled, but also the individual that I'm interacting with can be fueled as well, right? I think that's so important. It's so important for us to realize and to start implementing when we are trying to take care of somebody else, we're trying to be there for that individual that's going through that situation, and if you're an individual that's going through a situation as well, making sure you're reaching out, you're getting you're getting support, you're putting yourself in positive spaces. Okay, a lot of times we like to go to the space the space of comfort. Okay, we're used to this, we're, we're we're comfortable right here. I don't want to change my situation. I don't want to, um, you know, tell people that I'm going through it. And a lot of times that's so so hard. And I think we all struggle with this, myself included. That we have to, we have to deal with this out in the open. We have to understand that we're all in this together, um, and you, you don't have to be alone. And I think that is something that we try to figure things out on ourselves a lot of times, and it's hard. So, with that being said, guys, I'm going to go back over really quick. What are our steps? Right, we don't want to frame the situation as negative. Okay, want to stay focused on living your life. You want to familiarize yourself and try to keep best on the schedule and routine that you're on right now. You want to maintain a social support infrastructure, a support system. And you want to build resiliency in taking care of yourself physically. Okay? 
taking care of yourself physically is so important. And then the last part is just practicing gratitude, fueling your mind with positive things that are going to happen and actually taking action and implementing, reaching out, getting yourself surrounded and supported with the right people. All right. So if this resonated with you guys, I I so appreciate it. And if this is something that you are needing support on, uh, please reach out to to me on this podcast. Um, Our emails are down below in the uh, show notes and you can just email and and see how we can we can support you. If this resonates with you, please share out with anyone that you think it would benefit and help. If you have a caregiver, if you know somebody in your life that is just taking on the way of the world for somebody, um, they need to hear this, right? And as well, I want to let you guys know that I have a new mentorship program that's going to be launching very soon. Haven't picked a date yet, but um, if you've been following my social, you've been seeing this this term shift and this shift is something that I have not only made in my life and my career and and what I've done mentally and physically with myself, but now it's been pushed upon my clients. It's been pushed upon my social media and people that I've interacted with on how people can actually take the steps, the framework of shifting into uh, the space that they want to be in, whether it be uh, they want to start a business, whether they want to get their health in order, whether they want to transform their life or they want to get their relationships in order, making that shift because people are stuck. And it's hard. It's hard to get out of that situation. It's hard to tell yourself that I need to take this big leap, right, to make something happen. And time is ticking. It's already five, the fifth month of the year, and we're almost halfway through this 2019th year. And I think it's so important for us to make that shift now so we can finish this year off strong. So I want to take this time to make that known. And if you would like to inquire about further what that is, uh, you can text SHIFT to 31996. Text SHIFT to 31996. That'll just get you on our uh, mailing list and allow you to get information about what that is and get inspiration as well. going forth. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Evolve You podcast. Again, please rate and review, and we will see you guys in the next episode.